0: Riding on the wings of that Jesus snake hey. <laughs>
1: No, cold-blooded man. <laughs>
2: Hello, and welcome back to CJSW 90.9 FM. My name is Arlington Antonio Santiago. I'm the Vice President of Operation and Finance here at the Student Union at the University of Calgary. And today I'm joined by the fantastic Hunter Jaworski. Hunter, how are you doing?
3: Very good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, Excited to be here.
2: Yeah. Hunter, what uh, position do you represent at this?
3: So I am the AVP Labor, or the Chair of the Graduate Labor Union, which is the unionized component of the GSA. Uh, I'm also a master student in the Department of Geography. I'm a political geography and or a political geographer and uh, research environmental policy in the oil and gas industry, which is not a controversial topic at all.
2: No, <laughs> not at all. Well, thank you for joining me today. Um, yeah, so today the show we got planned out for you, um, definitely different from my kind of taste, which I really appreciate, Hunter, putting on on a new kind of musical taste for me to enjoy with you guys so this is the first time hearing those songs for me as well um so what songs did we hear at the top of the set um we heard them by acid mammoth and followed by when god comes back by all them witches can you kind of give us a little bit of a breakdown why you chose those songs
3: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I, I'm sure people can probably figure this out, but I'm a bit of a metalhead. Uh, I'm sure if you guys have seen me on campus or at GLU events, I normally have some sort of band shirt on at all times. Um, Acid Mammoth is a really, really good stoner metal band from Greece, and they're actually a father and son band. So the, the son is the singer and the lead guitarist, and he writes all the music, and his dad's the rhythm guitarist. And it's, they're just super cool. Uh, the song is kind of an homage to old classic horror films. Them is a film, I believe, about uh, giant ants that invade a town. Uh, and then the other song, uh, By All Them Witches, All Them Witches is just a really good kind of stoner rock, desert rock band that I, I've really liked for many, many years. Um, and they're they're kind of just groovy, kind of heavy. Like when people ask me, Hunter, I want to get into more heavy music. Where do I start? They're kind of one of the bands that I uh, show people, so
2: that was fantastic thank you for that wonderful introduction honestly yeah when you told me when you were telling me about um the greek band that our father and son i was like damn i think the only thing me and my dad can agree on is like we disagree you know yeah but that's, that's <laughs> fucking awesome they're out here playing music for everybody to hear um but yeah today we're just gonna be spending some time with hunter and getting to know what responsibilities fall on the chair of the graduate labor union and also i want to hear about how it's been for you here. So uh, I have a list of questions here. But the first one I want to ask you is, what is the Graduate Labour Union?
3: So again, we're the unionized component of the Graduate Student Association. So your teaching assistants, your research assistants uh, and a couple other positions as well. Uh, we're not only students, we are workers. Uh, we pr- you know, perform a job uh, for the University of Calgary uh, by teaching your tutorials, by teaching your labs uh, and helping do research. And uh, we represent uh, those students as an actual
2: trade union. Wow, fantastic! That's fantastic. You know, um, so there's this rule, except for Pasquane, if I'm correct, that if you're an undergrad student, you can't actually be a TA or or like a, is it reader learning demonstrator, right?
3: Yeah, it's, it, there are a couple other exceptions. I yeah. think math and computer science have some undergrads, that TA. Mm. Those people are unfortunately not part of uh, our bargaining unit. But mm. uh, in most cases, if you have a TA, uh, they're probably a graduate student. Uh, Haskane as well, I think, is a bit of an exception. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're everywhere. We've got around 2,000 members. So about a quarter of the graduate student population uh, are, uh-huh. are part of the union and, again, are doing this important work
2: fantastic all right now we're going to go back to some music we're going to hear two songs up next and then we're going to get into the juiciness of this interview thank you hunter again for joining us um and shout out to the graduate labor union shout out to the gsa i wish you would be open more often but you know we keep it locked on <laughs> here on cjsw um all right so up next the songs you're going to hear is smoko by the shots the australian band and after you hear kill chain the kill chains by bolt thrower and with that i'm sending you off to some music CJSW 90.9. Keeping it locked, guys.
4: morning and my Centrelink hasn't come through so I pick up the phone because I've got some abusing to do but all I get is elevator music
2: hello and welcome back to cjsw 90.9 fm my name is arlington and today i'm joined by the fantastic hunter yawoski how you doing hunter
3: i'm doing very good that yeah. was you know what a nice morning song to kind of yeah. get the day started
2: oh hell yeah that's what we do at cjsw we switch it up you never know what you're gonna get life's a box of chocolate Nah, life is cjsw get it right <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so before, before, the song you heard at the top of the set when we went on break was um, Smoko by the Chats, and the one you just most recently heard, this nice musical uh, whiplash, you called it, um, <laughs> the, kill, kill chain, the Kill Chain by Bolt Thrower. Um, you want to talk about a little bit about that one?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Bolt Thrower is this absolutely fantastic death metal band. Um, we were talking just uh, while oh, yeah. the song was playing, but uh, so I play a lot of Warhammer 40k, it's this tabletop miniature war game, really really nerdy stuff uh, and uh, Bolt Thrower actually has a big connection to that, uh, their first few album covers they actually got uh, done by the graphic artist that did the novel covers for a lot of Warhammer books uh, most nerdy stuff, you know, like people especially metalheads like to think that heavy metal is this really cool music that's really tough and masculine, and I'm like, nah dude, it's all nerd shit
2: <laughs> Perfect. There's a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of metaheads can agree with that.
3: You
2: yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for once again blessing my musical ears. Every time every guest I bring has something differently, different flavor to bring to this show and I appreciate that. I also wanted to give a shout out to Ermia, Rosai Apsad, the Vice President of Student Life. He couldn't join us today. Um Hunter, you know why he couldn't join us today, but you know, for the for the rest of the to the rest of the uh, uh I guess for the audience here, um he went horse riding. Yeah, yeah, he and, went horse riding, and he's sore. That's, yeah, that's all he's you have very to Very
3: sore. We're, we all feel very bad for Ermia. We so feel bad for you. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah,
2: and since Ermia wasn't here today, that means Hunter will come back for part two eventually. And we'll we'll try to get the VP external as well so we can talk some labor. Now, speaking of labor, so what is your role as the chair of the Graduate Labor Union?
3: Yeah, so um, I'm the head of the union, so to speak. But that's not to say that I'm the only person that makes decisions or does work. Uh, I have an absolutely fantastic committee that I work with. Uh, Shout out to all of them. I know most of them are listening uh, right now because I'm making them. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's you know we do a lot of work uh, again representing students if they have workplace grievances, but also representing graduate students uh, at the collective bargaining table, and we are currently in collective bargaining right now.
2: Collective bargaining. Do you want to kind of break it down a little yeah, bit yeah. for us for the audience? You know? Yeah,
3: absolutely. So uh, collective bargaining or a, uh, collective bargaining is around a collective agreement, and a collective agreement. Uh, basically, spells out the relationship between workers and, in this case, the University of Calgary. It says, you know, what pay is, uh, what uh, TAs or RAs are supposed to do, but also the rights and responsibilities of graduate student
2: workers uh, in the workplace. Yep. It's very exciting stuff. Um, I know it sounds very exciting, but I want you to know how significant of a difference that makes for us undergrads. You know, speaking as an undergrad, there's a, been a, a, quite a few TAs that have made a difference in my undergrad career. Um, one of them actually works for the GSA. His name is... Uh, Andrew Kimley Kimley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andrew's great yeah. Andrew's great and like he, he, he didn't even realize how much of an effect he had on other students he always thought that like damn I must be doing a shitty job whatever and I told him about a class I had in my second year and then that was before he was done his masters and it took Andrew quite a bit time to finish his masters and he always jokes about that but I want to make I want to make that clear that students union or the students, the undergrad students, um, a lot of the time we can't benefit from direct interaction from uh, with the professors. So we depend a lot on the intermediary, which is a TA. And the TA has to have conditions of financial stability for him to do a good job. And I think that's a lot of the thing. That's a, a big nuance that people like get get twisted, especially as the undergrad. We just think, oh, TAs don't really care or like, you know, this and that. But have you thought about what they're going through as well they're doing the significant effort and that's why i i applaud you for advocating on on behalf of all students technically you know because undergrad experience for me got very it went sideways very much when the tuitions went uh, Mm -hmm. cuts happening but even before that i could tell the tas were very stressed and they were overworked already but
3: absolutely and i really appreciate that you know and the thing is us as TAs, like some of us want to go into academia, some of us want to become teachers, some of us want to do, you know, interact with the public in some sort of way or or with other people. Um, but we absolutely, you know, want to do our best and, and be the best teachers that we can be for undergrads. Um, that That's all there is to it. And the better conditions that we have, the more, the more comfortable and the better that we can do the work uh, of teaching and doing tutorials, labs, helping students, the better experience you guys get as well. Uh, it, it's... Yeah, that's, that's all there is to it.
2: Yes, yes. Um, and that leads us into my next question. Um, I kind of alluded to some of the issues that TAs are facing right now, but um, can you kind of break it down for us a bit more and then kind of give us a little bit of your perspective as to why this is happening and why is this Why is there such hesitancy from the other party that's bargaining with you?
3: Yeah, so one of the big things that we're fighting for in collective bargaining right now is a pay increase. Uh, Teaching assistants haven't gotten a wage increase in about seven years. Uh, A lot of stuff has happened in seven years. Uh, Inflation is obviously terrible right now. Um, Groceries are more expensive. Rent has gone up. I don't know about you, but I rent and my rent has gone up a couple hundred dollars uh, in the last two years, which... You know that's a low increase compared to what I've heard from some people. Um, other element, you know, other things that we're fighting for in bargaining is access, proper access to holidays, uh, restrictions around work hours in the week. Because the while we're doing this work, we're also students still. We you know we take courses where uh, we're doing research that may or may not actually be connected to. Uh, our thesis or dissertation or whatever uh, you know project that we're working on to complete our program yeah um, but then there is our thesis and our program and uh, there's four or five very very important things in most grad student lives that's they're that all constantly fighting uh, <laughs> fighting for a kind of premacy uh of your focus so
2: 100 um, percent i couldn't have said that any clearer a lot of the times i feel like um, the professor is also a researcher. You know, University of Calgary is a research for, uh, like intense university, and a yeah. lot of them, they they're they're researchers first and they're professors second. And people don't re- realize how much that affects your academic career and your trajectory in general. Because if you if you if you're attending post secondary and you think you're not getting the best quality of education for your book, you know, you're, that's just gonna create the spillover effect of people not wanting to go to post secondary, and that just creates a society where they're not you know aware or like. Like, you know, organization is really what we should be focusing on. And a lot of it starts with education, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, and then just one more question before we go on break. Um, What specifically would you say um, can what can other students do to get involved or like even if they're not graduate students, what can people do to support this collective bargaining right now?
3: Yeah, so if you are a graduate student, come to Graduate Labor Union Events. Uh, We we have a town hall at the end of the month, I believe January 25th. Um, There's more information about that on our website. Uh, If you're not a graduate student... Take a sticker, take a poster, put it somewhere visible. If you have a locker, uh, put it on your locker. Uh, wear a button, put a button on your backpack. Just show your support, show your solidarity. The more visibility that we have on campus, the more the University of Calgary proper is going to see You know that we have a solid uh, you know, community on campus that's united around solid core issues and that we're all fighting for each other and sticking together.
2: Solidarity, brother. Solidarity.
3: That's yes. right. The that's S word.
2: The S word. That's the that's the one word that a lot of you know people caution us not to use, but it's a it's a, it's a meaningful and powerful word. Um. So up next, we're gonna hear we're gonna go back to some music. Up next, we're gonna hear um, "Day Off Is a Day Off" by B. A. Johnston. Do you wanna talk about a little bit about that song? Or? Uh,
3: B. A. Johnston is a national treasure. That's all I'm gonna say. You're gonna hear the song. Uh, he is a kind of a poke funk, uh, uh folk punk yep. artist yeah absolutely fantastic look look him up on google just google his name look, see what he looks like He he is a canadian hero
2: canadian oh this is canadian there you go yeah canadian content there we go filling our quota and yeah, after exactly. that
3: exactly <laughs>
2: <laughs> and after that um you're gonna hear cerca de la revolucion by charlie garcia the song is actually a song i heard from Ermia playing it for us before but i really like it and i think it fit the team of unionizing organizing staking together you know class warfare all of that good stuff and after that you're gonna hear which side are you on or no you're gonna hear rust by monolord um and after are you gonna hear break the music and then you're gonna hear rust by Mono Lord. and with that let me send you off to some music cgsw 90.9 keeping it locked this is the su weekly show and i'm your host arlington see you in a bit folks i
5: know what's gonna happen Round 7 a.m., my boss is going to phone. He's going to tell me he wants me to come in. So I sit here by the phone. I got 18 King cans to go. So when my boss phones, I tell him I've been drinking. Because you can't walk to work if you cannot walk. And you can't talk to customers if you cannot talk. And a day off is a day off, motherfucker. And a day off is a day off, motherfucker And I don't care if Bill is called in sick Or if the Christmas in July sale is a bitch I don't care if Dairy Queen wants their long cut Or the entire city of Regina needs recycled and picked up Nathan say no, man, cause a day off is a day off, motherfucker And a day off is a day off, motherfucker A day off is a day off, motherfucker And a day off is a day off, motherfucker On Monday when the boss says Thanks for the ones who took it for the team I don't mind, it ain't me Cause when you pay someone what you pay me An emergency for you is now one for me And a day off is a day off, motherfucker And a day off is a day off, motherfucker A day off is a day off, motherfucker. And a day off is a day off, motherfucker.
1: Vez. lo que fue hermoso será
4: Get your riz on at the Royal Canadian Legion No. 1 at the Calgary Folk Music Festival's 9th Block Heater. Powered by ATB, February 16th and 17th. It's chock full of cool artists. Catch Jesse Roper's soulful blues, the psychedelic cumbia grooves of Empanada's Illegalis, Rich O'Coin's multimedia spectacle, Tanika Charles's sassy soul, the freestyle beats of k the chosen and the nomads and classic 90s hip-hop of the blue visit calgaryfolkfest.com for all things Blockheater.
2: Welcome back to CJSW 90.9 FM. My name is Arlington. I'm the Vice President of Operations and Finance. He had the student union at University of Calgary. And today I'm joined by the Chair of the Graduate Labor Union, Hunter Yerwoski. Hunter, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you.
2: Good, good. All right. That was a nice music break that we sent you off on, huh? Uh, this is the Student Union Weekly Show. and I'm glad you guys are tuning in again. So the songs you heard at the top of the set before we went on break... A Day Off is a Day Off by P.A. Johnson. What did you call him before he we went on break?
3: A national hero.
2: A national hero. I all the fuck yeah oh, yeah oops. oops. <laughs> once we're per per session, we're yeah, good. We're once good. Once
3: where we just used it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just absolutely fantastic punk artist. Uh, he's constantly on tour. I think in the last year he's played in Calgary three or four times. He's playing at uh, Big Winter Classic I think coming up. Oh um, shit! I, I encourage everybody to check out his music. It's just so ridiculous. He's constantly putting out stuff and constantly performing live and getting drunk on stage and all that stuff. It's absolutely oh, fantastic.
2: Fantastic. And this other song you played for us, um, Rust by Monolord. Do you want to speak a little bit to that, too?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rust is—well, Monolord in general is, I think, one of these bands that I would make the case for of heavy metal being art. Uh, Heavy metal metal is a very—again, not everybody likes it. It's a very aggressive, loud form of music, but Monolord and specifically that song, Rust— I feel is one of those good examples of this is a very heavy form of music but it it is art it is artful it it can convey emotion uh, and speak to something. Uh, they're a really, really cool band. They've written songs about a lot of topics. We were mm-hmm. talking again during the break. Uh, they wrote a song about the Council of Nicaea. Uh, oh, wow. It was a big thing. It was uh, one of the first splits in Christianity like a thousand years ago, which is like, what a cool topic for a song. Like Again, 100%. very nerdy. Metal is nerd music. But uh, yeah, so I, I just I really like the song. It's, it's good stuff.
2: I really like that. And I really like how much... You illustrate, and you give us a nice entourage effect of this music, honestly, I enjoyed it with your commentary it's very much more enjoyable oh well, thank you um yeah, but let's go back to this interview hunter um one thing I wanted to keep I wanted to ask and like reiterate like um especially as a student as a fellow student leader and honestly as a person, there's so many odds and like barriers that we're facing, and I just wanted to understand like why what keeps you going and keeps you motivated, knowing that there's an insurmountable amount of barriers that are in the way and i just want to hear like what is what's what's keeping you going i mean, like how do how do you want to motivate others and all that stuff you know
3: yeah what motivates me is being especially on the labor side of things is being part of an institution a community a group of people and a struggle that has been going on for literally hundreds of years uh, that were part of a history uh, of labor and activism um that, that that's a big part of it. The other part of it as well is, you know, we're dealing with all of these crises right now, dealing with the housing crisis, we're dealing with an environmental crisis, we're dealing with a tuition crisis here at the University of Calgary. And, you know, things are starting, it feels like sometimes that things are getting worse, not better, but there are victories, there are tiny little victories here and there, and that we need to keep fighting the good fight. Uh, because if we give up, nothing's ever going to change. But if we try to change something, if we fight, again, if we fight for better rights for graduate students, if we fight for, you know, better housing for undergraduates, whatever the cause may be, uh, you know, we can we can make those victories if, we, again, we stand together in, in solidarity.
2: hundred percent. And I just want to reiterate, graduate students give so much value to the university community and the society as well. But- they have an undermined... Like, it's been undervalued how much they bring to the student undergrad experience, you know? Like, I was mentioning before we went on break that there's a remarkable TAs that, you know, go above and beyond what they're supposed to, but we don't even know that. So they hold the standards, and we compare other TAs by that standards, but not everyone's able to maintain that, you know? So TAs, research assistants, everybody that's part of the Graduate Labor Union, keep doing what you're doing. And honestly, I hope that you realize there is a better future and it's possible you know we just have to be able to unlearn what we what our current economic and political system teaches us and just think outside that those like parameters that they might have worked 50 years ago but they only worked for the wealthy you know like if we want to talk about the cost of living you know like if you look at a graph from the 1990s and you compare it both the the cost of living and the minimum wage the minimum wage has not risen with inflation and the cost of living has risen way above inflation so it's not even yeah, it's not even it's not even like a a phenomenon. It's policy responses and the cho- the choosing not to uh to respond or to or to like ameliorate the conditions for for example, better living conditions, better um working conditions for workers. You know, this these are systematic choices that the government and people in power make. So I just want to remind people that we do have a say. You know, we do have power and it's organizing together.
3: Absolutely. You know,
2: But with that, um, I'm going to play some more music for y'all and then we'll come back and say goodbye. So the next song up next for us is um, Which Side Are You On by The Weavers. And after that, you're going to hear The Price of Smokes by The Shots. And we'll come back from that after. All right. I'm going to send you off to some more music. This is the SU Weekly Show on 90.9 FM.
0: Which side are you?
6: With the union, till every battle's won. Which side are you? We are gonna tell me which
0: side are you?
2: Hello, welcome back to CJSW ninety point nine. All right, Hunter, which side are you on, Hunter?
3: <laughs> side of uh, side of the union, union man, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, you want to speak? You're just telling me a f- fantastic story about this song. Do you want to tell me?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure a lot of listeners here will probably know the song "Solidarity Forever." That is a very big union song, but also just a, a you know a song for activism in general and solidarity. Uh, If there's a number two most important union song, I'd argue this one would probably be it. Which side uh, are you on? A lot of musicians, some punk bands, folk artists have covered the song and done their own renditions. But uh, it was originally written about 100 years ago uh, by the wife of a union organizer. Um, I believe her husband had been – he was either on the run or, or actually had been shot and killed. Uh, during uh, during some sort of labor action, and she wrote the song uh, on a calendar in response to it. Uh oh, damn, really? I, I I feel ashamed of myself. I can't remember the name of the woman that wrote it, uh, but it's it's just such an incredibly important uh, labor song. So please, uh, I encourage people do what I cu- I could not do: look up the, <laughs> the, the the name of the person that wrote this song. It's so incredibly important that we remember that.
2: Yeah. Um. Honestly, like that's the that's the thing about you know organizing and like student politics and just student activism it's important to be able to imagine a different future because it's so easy for us to like you know be be shut down and like think that we can't move forward beyond the system that obviously doesn't work for anybody except those who have money like I don't know why people are so hesitant to think of a different possibility. But then I don't blame them, you know. Change is scary, change is difficult, but that's the that's why it's important to go to post secondary, you know. That's why it's important to have education because you can you can think, you can get educated for yourself and you can demonstrate that different different paradigms are possible if different um, you know, structural possibilities are for, are can be a reality you know it's not just about like oh this worked in the past so we'll keep going you know life has changed that's the only constant in life change you know
3: it's it's also about creativity you know university or, or just learning about you know how we can try to change the world around us to be better to serve people to serve workers better uh it's about creativity and imagination as well you know there's that positive element of it how can we think about things differently and in a better way
2: hundred percent on. Uh, all right. So we'll be logging off from the show now. So didn't you want to give a shout out to your people? Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Karina
3: and Kira and Josh and Alex and Sally and uh, uh, Brittany and the rest of my committee. I won't list every single person, but thank you so much for their hard work. Uh, thank you to the bargaining team that uh, that mm-hmm. I'm working with uh, in the Graduate Labor Union. Thank you to the Students' Union for uh, having me here, and uh, thank you to all the workers of uh, of Canada and the world uh, and the, the fight that they're constantly fighting. You know, the struggle continues. Luta continua.
2: Oh, hell yeah. All right. So right now let's, um, we're going to be signing off. So the next two songs you're going to hear are a change from this. So you're going to hear another musical whiplash. Um, this one's a little bit more um, Latin salsa. It's called Chakabun by Joy Pastrana. And after that, if we have time, you'll hear Tantina by Suku Stars, this um, Congolese um, Suku band. So it's, it's very much on the culture today. And with that, signing off, here's Arlington. This is the SU Weekly Show. Have a nice day, everyone. See you next Thursday.
7: Kill I hate Le canto ya
4: Calgary, Calgary, we are broadcasting from
2: Calgary. Paper waved, step and country. Listen all day. Punk, rap, drum and bass and metal. Radio for every fellow. Disco, funk, reggae and techno. Don't touch that dial. Blues, rock and pop, soul and indie. Even if your name is Cindy, Sky, experimental, opera. Don't change that dial at CJSW ninety point nine. See?